What's up, everybody? What's happening? Welcome back into the Hitters Only Podcast. Having a good time this evening. Playing with the kid on the floor. Watching a little African nature film on there. Cat. Tat. Cat. I love it, man. My daughter is turning up right now. She is in the house going wild, hopefully going to bed. We've been watching little nature documentaries on the... um, on YouTube or whatever in the evenings instead of putting some BS Disney movie on. And, uh, you know, can't watch movies all the time. You got to do a little educational stuff and she'll, you know, she ain't pointing out daggum rhinos or nothing like that right now. But, you know, she'll point out a little a little tiger, call it a cat, or she might see a daggum hyena on there and say dog. Um... Let me think. What else does she know? Maybe she knows. Oh, she knows monkey. Monty? Monty? She knows monkey. She see a little a little wild monkey on that sucker. Sometimes she'll see like a bear or something and call it a dog. Close enough. You know, that's, that's not passing, but that's a good participation grade at this point. So, anyways, hope everybody's doing all right. Um, had a good week. Had a good couple of weeks. Been coming into fall blazing hot, and it is um, cooling down. Actually, it's not blazing hot. But I've been having a good time. Had a good couple of weeks at work. Had a good vacation. Hope everybody enjoyed the uh, last couple of podcasts I've done with uh, the missus, Mrs. Haynes. And uh, had Josh Patton in here last week, and we had a good time. So everything's been rolling. Everything's been going good. Hopefully, I'm going to have some... Um, some other guests lined up for everybody, some interesting people to talk to, and hey, like I always say, if you want to be on the podcast, just hit a brother up, message me, email me, whatever, and um, I'll get you on here if you got something interesting you want to talk about, or you don't, if you just want to hang out and talk on the mic, hey, that's fun too, but I think everybody's interesting in their own way. I think everybody has a cool story that they probably don't realize. So there's always something interesting to talk about with everybody. And I find that a lot in everyday life when I run into random people and when I'm just get caught in conversation with strangers or people you know, you're always learning something new about people. There's some old fellers out there that'll just tell you wild stuff for no reason. Oh, back in 19... 45, I worked in an airplane factory. And you're like, oh boy, I'm fixing to be here for a minute. When I first moved out to Milton one time, I uh, was uh, riding my bike around and I was up on the Milton Square and ran into an old man outside of First Baptist Church of Milton. And he proceeded to tell me the history of Milton all the way back to the Revolutionary War. It was very interesting, but... Wow, you don't expect that when you're out on a on a brisk ride trying to do a little exercise. So, but anyways, it's all good. It is all good. Hope everybody's doing well. I know I've had a a great fall so far. Football season is going well. Uh, Tennessee, the Vols are doing are doing okay, not too bad, and the Titans are absolutely terrible. So, you know, it is what it is. But. Um, I just love football, man. I think it's good. Football season, I feel like, sets the country back up where it's supposed to be. 
it's good for there always to be some type of competition on TV. I think it's good for America because I feel like as a country we've gotten, ah, man, we've gotten a little soft. And I think it's good to be reminded that it's okay to compete. It's okay to work hard. It's okay for something to be very hard and for a goal to be almost impossible, but some people rise to the top and they pull through and they get a win. And, you know, watching that week in and week out on all different kinds of levels, high school, college, NFL, it's just really nice to see, like, these young guys out here just grinding, playing hard, playing passionate. The coaches are fired up. They're passionate. And it's just cool to watch a group of men doing something they care so much about. And I think that's good for our country. And um, Coach Wyatt, our defensive coordinator my senior year, uh, one of my favorite football coaches of all time, he told me that uh, just one day nonchalantly in practice, he said, Staley, football makes the world go around, son. And I believe him. It sure, it sure does in the southeast. And it does around here. So we went to a uh, little watch party this past uh, Saturday at the Goolsby's. It was a great time. Had some good food. I went with the uh, I went with the Audible and did a little a little cheese bean dip action. I thought it turned out pretty good. So if you go to a Mexican restaurant on any um, appetizer, I mean, first of all, if you're ordering an appetizer at a Mexican restaurant, woo, you're going in. You're going in because you know you get the free chips and sauce. And if you're gonna, and if you're like, nah, that ain't enough. I want a bean dip. That uh, that's aggressive. I'm gonna say that's aggressive. But hey, you might have to do that if your wife is one of those ladies that likes to share fajitas. I know of a couple. I'm not gonna call you out, but they share fajitas. I, I, hey, that's questionable to me. I'm not sharing my fajitas. If you want fajitas, we can get you some fajitas too. But this old dog is going to have his own plate of fajitas. You know what I'm saying? I'm not even going to share a red pepper. If an onion falls off onto the table, I'll scoop it up with a chip and eat it. I ain't sharing none of my fajitas. If any of it's going home, it's going in a little, a a small to-go box because I probably ate most of it. And then it's getting eaten probably before the night's over. Anyways. I forgot where I was. Oh, yeah. So, anyways, a little hack. If you do order an um, appetizer at a Mexican restaurant, is go for the bean dip. Because it's basically just queso with a little bit of, like, refried beans in there. And you mix it all together. It's pretty fire. Pretty good. So, I made some of that. Took it over there. Philip made a bunch of chili, and it was a good time. Um, we had a we had a good time. It was um, it was Xander's fifteenth birthday. Happy happy birthday, Xander! That a boy. He uh, he uh, we had a cake for him and all that. And man, that kid has gotten big. Uh, he's just a family friend of mine, and um, he took off and went to a car show for his birthday. So good deal, good for you. Happy birthday, Xander! That's a shout out right there. But, uh, yeah, Tennessee ended up pulling through, got a big win, played some backyard football. That was always a good time. Um, 
I went out for a good pass, and um, Philip was trying to. He was he was playing the coverage a little tight. I thought I think he I think he out of respect he probably should have gave me a little bit more room off the line, but that's okay. He wanted to come up and be aggressive. He wanted to try to press me, and um, you know Nolan was playing quarterback, and see when he plays that up close, I I got in there and did a little did a little and uh, boom cut to the left. Um, then Nolan accidentally threw a little low line drive pass. Philip felt that he needed to dive for the ball, and he almost broke his pinky. So, yeah, when you get a bunch of 30-year-olds out there and 40-year-olds um, playing some backyard football, injuries are going to happen. So, I thought it was funny. He said the last time he injured that same finger, he was in Afghanistan playing uh, desert football with the boys and uh broke his broke his finger so he almost broke it again but i think he's going to come back i don't think he's on ir or anything like that but anyways it's been uh yeah it's been a good fall man i've been having fun um had a couple of camping trips went camping with the parents Uh, i don't know if i talked about that any but i got a couple more camping trips coming up we're going to go to Pickett State Park coming up soon. Never been there. Pretty excited about that. And we're going to go back down to Fayetteville to my good buddy Joe's to camp on his farm. And then that pretty much wraps up camping for the year. And we'll be back at Fall Creek Falls in April. So I'm excited about what's to come. And every week and every season of life up to this point is just has really been a blessing. And, um, yeah. So, anyways, with the, before I just get in here and ramble too much, um, let's go through the hitters of the day. How about that? How about that? Cash me outside. How about that? Uh, coming in at number one, What Have I Done by Dermont Kennedy. Dermont Kennedy is... Um, I didn't know who he was, actually, and and Josh Patton uh, mentioned him in the last podcast, and I kind of took a note when he said that name, and I've been listening to him the past couple of days at work, and he's actually not bad, but really soulful music. Uh, He described him in a good way. He says he's like like the, the dude version of Adele, which Adele's great, too. But, uh, yeah, he's real soulful, got a powerful voice. Got some really deep meanings to his songs. You know, it's maybe not like happy hour music, like margarita music, but it's some good stuff if you're if you're trying to vibe out to them. So that's What Have I Done by Dermont Kennedy. And coming in at number two, Wondering Why by Red Clay Strays. Wondering Why by Red Clay Strays. Red Clay Strays are a cool band. I know I've talked about them on here before. And uh, that's just one of the songs on one of their albums that I really like. And um, coming in at Uno, Uno, do, hold on, that's number one, Uno, dos, tres. Coming in at tres, we got Lunatic Fringe by Red Rider. That's a hitter right there, folks. Old school for you, at least I think. Actually, I don't know when that song came out. Let me look real quick. Let's see. Okay, looks like 1981 that song came out from the album 
as far as Sam. Yeah. So anyways, those are the hitters of the day. And, uh, you know, somebody asked me the other day, where do you get your hitters from? And I've had a playlist on my phone for years, probably 10 years of a playlist, and it's always been called Hitters Only. And it's kind of like my go-to playlist when you're at a party or you're at on the lake or you're just, you know, entertaining people when you want to play some good jams. So I've always had that um, that playlist labeled Hitters Only. And my, my one of my best friends, Hunter, has always been the picture of that playlist jamming out and dancing at my wedding. And, uh, yeah, so that's where I, I scroll through that list and I pick out my songs. Or today, like, um, I don't think any of Dermot Kennedy's stuff is on there or even the Red Clay Strays because my hitters-only list is more of songs that, like, almost everyone knows or that most people would know that has probably been some type of popular song in the past because I've always said a hitter... First of all, a hitter can be whatever, anything you like, okay? The definition of a hitter is you can change it, all right? But really, the definition of a song that's a hitter is a song that everyone knows and loves. So, I mean, you know, it, it can be a wide variety of different types of music. There's country hitters, rock hitters, you know, folk hitters, you know, all kinds of uh, different different types of of music that can be a hitter, but you know I think I think I try to stick to music that um, most people would know. But you know sometimes I got I got a we'll see here I got a bunch of different playlists on my phone. Let me take a gander. Hey, and remember you can uh, get on Apple Music and search Staley Haynes, and my all my playlist my playlist will come up. So how about that? Let's see playlist. I got Hitters of the Day, boom, and Hitters Only, that's my playlist. I got Jeff Rowe Hitters, which that's my father-in-law, I named that after him. I think I made that playlist for his 60th birthday. And then I got Milton Hitters, which is all country music. And then I got a playlist on here, Saturdays are for the boys. And um, yeah, that's pretty much it. But So that's how I get all my music, and the shout-out that I had today is um, I always try to do like a little shout-out thing to maybe something cool I saw on YouTube, maybe a new artist. And the shout-out today is also Dermont Kennedy. Y'all check him out. He's got stuff on YouTube, got a ton of stuff on iTunes. And I'm pretty sure that probably most people know who he is. I might be a little bit late to the show on him, and that's okay. So you might be laughing in your car right now, or you might be mowing the grass for the last time of the year. But hey, I just figured out who he was. So back off me. Back off me. But that is a good point. Um, mowing season is coming to an end, men. What are you going to do with your Saturday now? Are you going to start lifting weights in your garage? Huh? Are you going to go out and get a Bowflex at a yard sale? Don't do it. Are you gonna are you gonna pressure wash the driveway before it gets cold? 
Or maybe you're one of those guys that just hooks up the water hose and just sprays your driveway off. My neighbor did that growing up. Thought it was weird. So, grass season's coming to an end. You might be one of them where, like, oh, I got to get out of here and mulch the leaves up, honey. And, you know, that can take longer. That can take longer than mowing the grass. You know, hey, you might not have any trees, and, and the grass season might be coming to an end for you. But do you feel good about your mowing season, folks? You know, I, I know it's not just the men. I know the ladies like to get out here on the mower, too. I let uh, Kaylin mow the yard one time, and she ran over my favorite tree. So, you got to be careful. You got to be careful. I let Sonny ride my lap sometimes when I mow, just uh, just for a little bit. I know, get off me. I know it's probably not the safest thing, but the safest place she can be is sitting in my lap So with my arm around her. So, get off me. But anyways, y'all, the, uh, the quote of the day... I've been kind of throwing around a couple of different things for the quote of the day. Um, and I don't just, uh, I mean, I do look online for quotes that I like, or maybe I'll hear quotes in passing, or I'll take a lyric out of a song. And I need to get back into getting more quotes from lyrics of songs. I know I've done that in the past, and I like doing that. But... A lot of times my quote of the day <clears throat> is something that's maybe been weighing on my heart or something maybe I've been thinking about a lot or something, just a common theme that's been going on. I usually try to make it to re relate to that. So the quote of the day is, leadership is an action, not a position. And uh, that's a quote by Donald McGannon. And leadership is an action, not a position. And uh, I think that's so true. I've been on, I've been on both sides of leadership. I've been the one that's been led before, and um, I've been the leader. I've been both. I've been a silent leader. I've been an outspoken leader. And, um, you know, I think it's always, I think, I think that can change at any point in time, how you need to lead, you know, you might be thinking, well, I'm not a leader. I work in a factory. I work on an assembly line or I work an office job. There's no chance for me to lead anybody. And that's very untrue. You can be a leader with anything in life in a positive way. And you don't, you know, you might be an introvert. You might not be an outspoken person. Actions speak louder than words. I still believe that. You know, when I played football, I'd run my mouth a little bit. But for the most part, I just, I did what I was supposed to be doing. And I tried to play as hard as I could. And, uh... Every time I left the field, I wanted everybody that I played with to uh, look at me. You know, before the game, when I walk out on the field, you want to have that feeling that everybody's looking at you because they're following your lead because you're that one that they're looking to because they know you're ready. They know you're ready. They see what you do every day. So when you step out on the court and you notice everybody's looking at you, that's because you're that one. 
You're the one that's leading everything, and that can go for both sides. That can be for your team and the other team. Everybody knows what I'm talking about. When everybody steps on the field and the Chiefs and the whoever's are playing, they're all looking at Patrick Mahomes because he's that one. He's ready. He does it. He keeps him he keeps he keeps doing it. He doesn't stop. He's a leader. He's a winner. So, anyways, I'm getting fired up in here. But yeah, leader like I was saying, you don't have to be you don't have to have a job or be in a sport or anything to be a leader. You can be a leader in a positive way with everyday interactions. You you don't realize you know, there could be a, you know, hey, you could be in a gas station and a nice young lady or a young man could be uh, stocking shelves in a grocery store and they might spill, you know, half the stuff they're trying to stop. You can stop and help them pick it up. You know, that's being a leader. That's doing the right thing. You can help people out if you... If you see somebody broken down on the side of the road, if you have time, if you can do it, if you don't have any pressing issues, stop and help them. That brings up a good point. I can I can actually give an example to that. Um, <clears throat> Pastor William Hunter Hay the fifth. He's my preacher. Y'all know who I'm talking about. My preacher Hunter Hay. Um, when I was in college, uh, I hung out with a group of people, you know, that you socialize with and, you know, you know, drink with and, you know, just, you know, you have those college friends and it, uh, she was a nice young girl, <coughs> excuse me. And we were all hanging out at her apartment one night and she was like, oh yeah, I was talking to her about her day. And she was like, yeah, I actually broke down today and was on the freaking side of the road on the phone. She was like, you know, I didn't know. I don't know how to change a tire. And she was like, actually, she was like, this um, this man stopped. He he stopped and got out of his car and was like immediately like, oh, I don't mean to, uh, you know, creep you out or anything. I just wanted to help. And uh, he was like, you know, I have two daughters and I understand. And I saw you broke down here on the side of the road. And I just wanted to help you, and uh, he stopped, and he he changed her tire for her, and um, Hunter's, Hunter, Pastor Hay, his son is one of my best friends, and so and she knew him. His son's name is Hunter, too, and she knew him. And she was like, wouldn't you know it was Hunter's dad? And she was like, yeah, it was just like small world. And she was like, I just couldn't believe how nice he was and like how he helped me and just like changed my tire for me. And she was like, I literally thought he was Jesus. <laughs> so, but uh, yeah, I meant to talk to him about that on the podcast. And um, so, yeah, Pastor Hay, I'm finding out little things you're, you're out there doing in the wild and um, you never even knew I knew that. You may have never even told nobody you did that. People know. And that's being a leader. That's what I'm talking about. That's helping people. That's doing the right thing. Because people will follow your example. They will see you doing something good for someone else. And it will make them want to do good for someone else. That's a real thing, guys. 
People will follow good intentions and they will also follow bad intentions. If you're negative, if you walk around with negative energy and that's your attitude and you're somebody that everybody looks to for, for guidance, people will follow your lead. It can go both ways. So, anyways, be a positive leader, folks. That's all I'm trying to say. But I was watching a movie on Netflix that I think it's actually been out for a while, and I think I had actually seen it before. But I rewatched it, and the movie's on Netflix. It's called Outpost. It's about a it's a military movie about the war in Afghanistan. And it's about a group of soldiers that are in a really bad uh, encampment that's very unsafe, that was not defendable. And it was about them really just fighting for their lives in this hellhole. And I think actually two guys got the Medal of Honor that survived, which is very rare for people to actually live and get that. And I think pretty much everybody that fought that day got some kind of medal. And, man, you want to talk about leadership. Um, those That movie was really eye-opening. It, it's a really, really good... If you like war movies and military movies, check out Outpost on Netflix. That is a really powerful movie. And, you know, talking about leadership and all that, that I think that really got me going on that and... You know, just thank you so much to all the all the men and women that have served and are serving right now. And, you know, I, I wanted to talk about this a little bit. <clears throat> I think that the military in the past, um, I don't know, three or four years has started to get a bad rap. And I think that's because now we have more information and access to information that we've ever had because of social media, news outlets, and the internet in general. And I think everybody turns into a political expert and a war expert. And I understand that some of these wars and battles and conflicts that America has gotten themselves into have maybe not been for the best reasons. Um, Maybe some of it has been staged to get into a conflict. Maybe, you know, it is for minerals or it's for oil, it's for territory, and it's not to actually do anything for any kind of a moral reason. But... You have to understand that the boys over there in the military, when they're fighting, they're fighting for, they're fighting evil either way, okay? There's no good people in the Taliban, all right? There's no good people in ISIS. So I'm not going to fault anybody for being in the military and going and fighting for their country. I have the utmost respect for you. I thank you. It's because of you that this country's free, and it's because of you that this country will remain free. And you're the backbone of this country, and y'all are what keep it going. It's not the uh, crooked politicians. It's not the Congress people that in- do insider trading <coughs> and only care about taxes. 
It's the men and women serving in the military. You who are, that's, that's who's in charge, folks. All right, the president can get on TV and talk all he wants. Your governor can tell you, try to tell you what to do. But at the end of the day, the military is in charge of this nation. They are who protect it. Because if we're unprotected, we do not exist. So I respect the military. I thank everybody in the military. I thank everybody who served. I don't care where it was. You know, people were mad about Vietnam. Now people are mad that we spent so long in Afghanistan. It happens. You can't make everybody happy. And, um, you know, hey... I would still encourage if my if my daughter or if I had a son <clears throat> wanted to join the military, I would support that decision. Um, I still think it's a good outlet. It's a good thing to do. It can help you clean your life up or it can help you excel your life. I know a couple of guys that have made it a full career and it's done well for them and they're supporting their family and um, they're doing well because of it. So shout out to all my all my military homies out there. But I just wanted to say that about all you good military folks this afternoon. Anyways, um, this past weekend, I celebrated my Meemaw's 80th birthday. Shout out, Meemaw. Uh, it was a great time. My parents cooked up some good food. We celebrated her and her life in great shape. In great shape. Very mentally sharp. And she's got a couple of back problems. She spent... Um, a large section of her life working in a sewing factory. And uh, she did, she was telling me that she made the same motion over and over again. She would sew up the middle zipper on the Air Force's, those green jumpsuits the Air Force guys wear. That's what she made. And she would sew the middle zipper onto those jumpsuits. And so she would sew the whole thing up and then she would have to turn around and stack them. And she would do that all day. And because of that, she's got some back issues. But she's doing great. It was it was great to celebrate her. And she got to play with Sonny. And that's something else to see your, see your grandma playing with your child. Because that's their great-grandma. And that is, that's awesome that um, she has great-grandchildren. You know, that is very cool. Let's see, she has... She, she's got a whole mess of great-grandchildren. So, that's awesome. That is absolutely awesome. So, love you, Meemaw, and we had a good time. And it was good to hang out with the nieces and nephews. We um, went upstairs to my parents' house, and I snuck away from the party with them for a little bit. And we went upstairs and got a good game of hide-and-seek going. Uh, Sonny did well. She, I thought she hid pretty good, you know. She'll stay quiet now. You have to, you have to hide with her. You got to stay with her. But she'll stay quiet. She knows what's going on. She's stealthy. So she's in it to win it. And uh, it was really refreshing just to get back to the basics and just hang out with kids. Kids are so simple. It doesn't take much for them to have fun. And it, it was just a good time. And I just really, I don't know. It was just really fulfilling to to play with my nieces and nephews and my daughter. And kids at kids today, 
man, they still like hide and seek. That that game is undefeated. I I, I think I I don't know if they've been introduced to flashlight tag, but if not, holy moly, they're gonna love that. They are gonna love that. We used to go all out. Flashlight tag was really a rite of passage in my neighborhood growing up. My neighborhood growing up, there was kids in almost every house. And summer nights, fall nights, we would all meet up after dinner time when the street lights came on. And back behind my parents' house growing up is nothing but a creek and just a bunch of woods. And the whole street is like that on one side of the street. And everybody, we'd have that, we'd have that designated flashlight, you know. Whoever's parents had a flashlight where the batteries weren't dead, you'd grab that sucker out of your dad's garage, and you'd all meet up in a central location, maybe at a light pole. I think it was usually under a light pole. And what you would do is, the person with the flashlight would have to sit there and count to, I don't know, 30, a minute, something like that. And we'd all dip out. And now we would have a boundary a little bit. You know, you would have to keep it within like three or four houses. So this was serious. And guys, I'm talking about, I'm talking about 10, 15 kids. Like this ain't no three or four kid deal. This was, this was major back in the day. All right, major. It was talked about in the off season. All right, it was hyped up. So anyways, everybody would run out. You would hide and you would have to sneak your way back to ground zero, back to the light pole, without getting caught by the person with the flashlight. Because boom, if the light gets shined on you, you're tagged. And you got to be the seeker next time. So, and there, I mean, we had some kind of scoring system or something like that. But man, it was just an absolute blast and I'll never forget all those fun times I grew up in an America where I could ride my bike wherever I wanted to me and Evan used to jump on our bikes and drive down to Kmart just walk around the store with no money used to used to ride my bike down to uh there was a little there was a little tobacco outlet in front of Kmart back in the day on Broad Street Next to that motel, might still be there. I used to go in there and try to buy a red man chew, boy. I'd walk in there, big and tall, you know, probably with like a like a city league football T-shirt on, and I'd try to buy me some chewing tobacco. So I used to try to do that. Never really worked. And I'd always stick my tongue in my lip like I had me a big hog in, you know, just to let him know, hey, I'm 18. I'm chewing right now. But it was really just my tongue and my cheek. <clears throat> but we used to do all kinds of fun stuff when I was a kid. But anyways, it was good to hang out with the nieces and nephews and have and uh, play um, hide-and-seek with them. And they were actually playing hide-the-fart machine. See, my dad bought a fart machine for Christmas and man that has been that has been a thing about every time 
we uh, hang out with the other side of the Haneses. They always fire that fart machine up. They'll put it under your couch cushion, and uh, they'll light you up with that sucker. But they were they were playing the game where you hide the fart machine, then one person gets to hold the remote, and you get like three presses, and you get to walk around the house trying to find the fart machine. So, but it was fun. It was a good time. You know, you can learn to be a better person from children. You can learn to have patience. You can learn to be kind. You can learn to simplify things. You can, um, yeah, you can, you can, you can learn to value simplicity. We live in such a complicated world sometimes we forget to, we forget the value in simplicity. Kids are simple. It doesn't take much. You know, an imaginary game with their brothers and sisters and their cousins will make their night. And, you know, witnessing that is very powerful. And you might see that as just a bunch of, you know, whatever, just kids playing, like, what's the big deal? That's fine if that's your attitude, but kids are a blessing. Um... And I love I love watching them interact and play, and I love talking to them, and I always try to talk to kids like they're an adult, you know, to to a certain extent. But I try to I try to talk to them in a way where I'm not talking down to them, you know. I try to get on their level. I try to I try to come down to their level and bring them up a little bit, you know. So you want to kind of meet in the middle. That's a good way to talk to children. You know, you can't be in there talking to them like in like a like you talk to your coworker, but you um, also don't need to be talking like you're freaking eight years old either. So meet them in the middle, folks. But um, yeah, uh, the only the, another thing I wanted to talk about this evening is um, excel at the things that you're already good at and stay consistent with what you're not good at. Um, an example, I, I don't know why I thought about this this week, but I wrote this down. And an example of that is uh, in high school, <coughs> excuse me, or when I was in middle school or elementary school or whatever, when I was school age, I had a really good work ethic. But I was not the best at schoolwork. But what I did is I realized that and I realized that I could just work harder than everybody else and still get the grades and still succeed. But at the same time, doing the work and working very hard at it, you learn it. So... Excel at the things you're already good at. Excel at that. Do that to the max. You're already good at it, so hone that in. You know, put the crosshairs on it and shoot for it. And stay consistent with the things that you're not good at. Because if you stay consistent and you keep coming back and you keep trying, you're going to get it eventually. And... 
especially if the thing that you're very good at can apply to something that you're not good at, boom, you're good to go. You know, some people are book wizards. Some people can, they're going to ace every spelling test. They get, they get nothing but A's. <coughs> some people are not like that. They can't memorize a whole chapter. That's, that's me. But I can work hard enough to get by because I can put in more effort. I won't miss class. I'll show up. I'll keep showing up. I'll, keep, I'll, I'll be Mr. Consistent. That's what you can be. So to anybody out there that's struggling with something that you're not good at and you're trying to get better at, just be consistent and try to find something that you are good at and apply it to that situation. Everybody's good at something, y'all. I ain't ever met somebody that's not good at something. Maybe you're a good communicator. Maybe you're a hard worker. Maybe you're very disciplined. There's, there's, a, there's a number of things that you can be good at and you can excel at. So I just wanted to, you know, I just wanted to motivate y'all, man. And, and don't ask people to do things that you wouldn't do or you haven't done. How about that? Maybe that's a quote. Don't ask people to do things that you wouldn't do or you ain't already done. I try to, I try to be like that. And that, that. That's not, I'm not talking about work. I'm talking about, that's every day, y'all. Don't make a smart remark to your wife because your laundry ain't done and folded when you don't ever do no laundry. Alright, if you got a wife like that who likes to do your laundry and fold your clothes for you and, and boom, put them in the drawer, and you, you might wake up on a, on a Tuesday morning or something like that and you ain't got no work pants, don't be running your mouth at her because you don't be doing the laundry. Alright? Don't be asking people to do this wild stuff if you ain't ever done it. That's a good way to lead. I think the... Uh, I think the um, the theme of this podcast is leadership, as you can tell. Anyways, I learned uh, most of this stuff from sports. What about y'all? You know, not everybody plays sports. Maybe you used to haul hay with your grandpa. You know, maybe you learned the value of hard work through that. Maybe you... Um, you know, maybe you didn't have the best upbringing. You had to go out and get it on your own. You know, a lot of my lessons and my hardships and my consistency and my grit comes from sports and grinding through sports. And, you know, we all learn we all learn to get by one way or another. You know, and it's always good to have those experiences that you think back on. And, you know, if and you don't look, you don't have to be an athlete. You don't have to be somebody that did anything. You didn't have to play football. It doesn't matter if you're on the basketball team. It doesn't matter. But if you've never, if you feel like you've never been truly challenged, challenged in your life, I challenge you to do something that's hard. Sign up for a half marathon. Just do it. Just sign up. Print off a training plan and stick to it and do it. You'll be a better person on the other side of it. 
Seen it happen. You know, I encourage you to do something that maybe is not the best. I mean, people are doing these ice baths now. I don't know. I don't know about that. I don't think old boy right here is going to be doing that. But I challenge everybody to do something that they don't like to do that positively affects your life because you will come out on the other side of it a better person. So, you know, this has been a good podcast. I hope um, hope everybody's enjoyed it. I've been rambling here for a little bit now, but um, I'm going to leave you with the story. I've been trying to think of um, funny stories from my past to, to talk about and to share with other people that are somewhat PG. And um, So I was laying in the living room earlier and I was thinking about, you know, just those classic funny stories that I've always had and maybe maybe about sharing one this evening and for some reason the possum story popped up in my head and when I was in college um Kaylin and her girlfriends which at the time were a bunch of my buddies girlfriends they all had them a girls night all right And you know what happens when the girls have girls' night, the boys have boys' night. Well, the girls all went out on the square in downtown Murfreesboro. Well, the boys did too. We just went to a different bar. So, anyways, um, girls' night and boys' night probably went a little bit too long and ended up running into the girls on girls' night on the sidewalk on the square and... They were like, we're leaving, blah, blah, blah. And she was like, do y'all need a ride? And and I was like, yep, I do. And uh, so I jumped in the back hatch of someone's car. I think it was Kate Shoe. And she uh, took me back to Kaylin's uh, house where she was living with her sister at the time where all the girls had met up before girls' night. And when we pulled in the driveway, there was a big old fat possum in the front yard. And all the girls were like, oh my gosh, ooh, look, it's a possum. Well, I proceeded to jump out of the back hatch of this Jeep. I ran across the front yard and absolutely punted that thing. Boom! I can't believe I didn't break my ankle. Thank God I was wearing cowboy boots. And bam! I kicked it. Probably went 10 yards in there. Big old fat possum. About took my ankle off. And bam, deader than a hammer, deader than a hammer. I was so proud of it. The girls were all going nuts. Oh, my gosh, that's the craziest thing I've ever seen. Boom, they were all running around laughing. And uh, there's even a, and there's a picture, and I guess I need to post it on um, my website. But there's a picture of me in that front yard from that night holding this possum and smiling, holding the possum by its tail. <laughs> Well, you know, I just threw the possum back in the front yard and, you know, we went inside and I ended up crashing there on the couch that night and the next morning, the possum was not there. So, little did I know that possums actually 
can play dead. And it was alive the whole time, playing dead while I was sitting there holding it by its tail, taking pictures with it, all this stuff. I thought I was a big bad man for, you know, absolutely NFL punting this thing. And uh turns out it was just playing dead on me. And uh, we probably went inside and he woke up and waddled on off and went home. So, the things we do in college, folks. You would not catch me doing that now. So, anyways, guys, I hope everybody's doing well. You're going to listen to this. It's going to be, it might be Wednesday. And if you're in the middle of your week, keep powering through. Do something awesome. Do something for your wife. Maybe stop, pick her up flowers. Do something for your girlfriend. Maybe buy her some chocolates. Do something nice for a friend. Maybe call somebody that you know you've been needing to call. I know I need to call a couple people. So do something that you uh, have been meaning to do. Maybe finish up a project. Don't procrastinate. Do something uh, above and beyond at work. Maybe get up a little extra early. Make a bagel for your wife. Don't forget the cream cheese spread. Do whatever you want to do, guys. I just want everybody to have a good time. Enjoy their fall, the rest of October. We're heading into November. Really excited about what's to come in, in the podcast. And I'm um, having a good time, and we're rolling right along. Guys, as always, if you want to buy some hitters-only merch, man, go to merch.hittersonlypodcast.com. And guys, all that stuff is always, if you just scroll down on the episode, boom, the link's right there for my for my website and my merch website. We got hoodies, we got pocket tees, we got a shirt for the ladies, we got a coffee mug, and we got a, just a normal shirt for the guys or just a normal unisex shirt. Um, I'm going to be adding some stuff on there. I think my boy Tom is going to... Uh, put some mouse pads on there, maybe some stickers, um, some stuff like that. So we're going to get some more stuff on there. I appreciate the support. Like I said, I don't get anything from that. That all goes to my producer, Tom. He's helped me out a lot and he makes a few bucks on every purchase. So we appreciate everything that you guys buy and we should appreciate you guys listening I really do appreciate you guys listening. We are well above and beyond um, thousand thousand listeners. Um, we're getting pretty consistent. We're getting on up there, and I really appreciate everybody that listens. You you have no idea. So many people reach out, call me, say nice things, and people are listening that you wouldn't think. And uh, I appreciate all the kind words. I hope you listen to the podcast because you like it. Not because you're being nosy. I'm just playing. But yeah, guys, um, check me out on check me out on uh, Facebook at Hitters Only Podcast. Check me out on Instagram at Hitters Only Podcast. Send me a message if you want to be on the podcast. Like I said, everybody's got something interesting to talk about. If I can sit here and ramble for how long? If I can sit here and ramble for almost an hour, guys. I can talk to you for at least two hours. So, 
Anyways, guys, I'm going to take y'all out of here with Floating by Three Star Revival. Love everybody. Y'all have a good week.